Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to That Kind of Nerds Podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Josh Burns and Ryan Thornton. What up? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's just, that's just gross and, and wrong. Uh, full disclaimer, we are recording this on a uh, Friday night. We are fully aware that Comic-Con 2018 is going on right now. Uh, we've got a couple topics from it, but we're going to have a larger wrap-up once the conference is done next week. Uh, so stay tuned for our Instagram and Twitter and our Facebook feed for some breaking Comic-Con news. Uh, and next week, we'll give you a breakdown as to, to what we saw that really warranted a highlight. Uh, we have such a, a we have such a large docket of stuff to do today, so I'm just going to jump right into it. It is a mighty fine docket. It mm, is, man. This it is docket a giant is full. Docket. And, it's and a listen, giant docket. See, this is why I tell people if this is your first time listening to the show, go to intro.thatkindofnerd.com. Don't just jump right into this; you'll be confused. And I'm going to tell you to listen to episode 132. Still don't know what it is, but whatever. <laughs> Brian's like, just jump on it, whatever. Well, Brian, let's start with this because it is the week of Comic-Con. Let's talk about the world of comics, how it's affecting TV, how it's affecting movies, but most of all, how it's affecting all of us right here on this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk! Listen, as I said, disclaimer that not all Comic-Con news is going to be here, so uh, just let that let that kind of sink in. Uh, also, we are recording this before the Aquaman uh, trailer is released, so next week we will talk about Aquaman. Uh Let's just start off biggest story of the week so far. Uh, we got a trailer for the live action Teen Titans series on DC Universe. And Robin says, fuck Batman. Sure and word. And and then and then it really kind of goes downhill uh, for for a lot of you. I, I put really? a poll. They're just a, murdering people, dude. What are you listen, talking about? I put a poll up on on Facebook. I put a poll up on Instagram. And yeah, said, yeah, what yeah. Do you think? Facebook didn't like it. And I the results care. and the results came back that they didn't like it. There's a lot of results. There's some mixed back. So I want to start before we go with our impressions with a uh, with with a fan who left his comment, uh, Johnny Curcio, good old friend. Uh, you left a comment with uh with, with his thoughts. What I liked: Robin being hardcore vigilante, CGI looks ready to go, and Beast Boy looks green. Uh, so I Huzzah! like this version, of, and I like this version of Starfire. What I don't like: tell a damn joke, lighten up. No cyborg. Hardly any characterization, so I can't really judge. Also, what I hate, Raven's wig and depressing attitude. So let's address the one thing. No cyborg. Yeah, he's he's in DC proper. So let's go to, to our to our impressions. I I liked it overall. I liked it. I, I do have some critiques, but they're nitpicky. But overall, this is totally a show I would watch. I'm I'm kind of ready for this. I, I this was something that had leaked earlier, right? We saw some like on the street pictures of them uh, and people were like, what's up with Starfire's costume? I don't like Starfire's costume. To we said, like, ease up like like she's in between takes. Like, you don't know what they're going to do. Like they CGI'd her hair a little bit, gave it a little more color, a little more, a little more light to it. Uh, so I, I liked that. I like the fact that we got something that, you know, shows a good high production value. Um, it was literally too dark dark like i had a hard time seeing things visibly that i like had to like crank out the brightness on my phone and and my laptop later and i realized oh it's not that it's just really dark other than that i'm aboard yeah it's dark and gritty dark and gritty dark and gritty i don't mind the dark and gritty tone it's very much like arrow which i'm okay with um so much darker than arrow 
Right, but I mean, it's also a streaming service that's going to be able to get away with a lot of shit that you can't get away with on network television. I didn't, I didn't say I didn't like it. I'm just saying, like, that comparison is meh. I'm, it's in the same universe, I believe, last time I checked It's out. way darker. Just, Brian, I mean, it's way Listen, darker. Listen, from a filmmaking standpoint, sure, it's way darker, but at the same time, like, that's nothing that can't be fixed in post no that's or, not that's not i'm not talking no, about talking, the brightness he's, uh, he's not talking the the cinematography he's talking the tone of the actual they're actually murdering people yes. out there people die lots of people okay die. they're bad people they probably deserved it anyway but nobody murders anybody like that's here's it's a complete departure from everything we've seen. every single comic book adaptation is a complete departure in that regards. How many people that freaking Iron not, Man just straight up murder? I'm not talking about comic books. I'm talking about what we see streaming. This is this is not like any superhero thing we've we've watched. The, the thing that gets Good. constantly compared to it is Daredevil season one. People are like, "Wow, man, really dark approach." A lot of people getting hurt and murdered, and I mean, a lot of that happened in in Daredevil. A lot of it happened in Punisher. So people are like saying, oh, this yeah. is like the Netflix Marvel stuff. Like it's it's dark. Yeah. It's the next stuff because this isn't on a network. This is them. You know, and I'm like, yeah, but like calm down. Like this, it, there's no need to, to, to you know have a bunch of steroids on this. We're OK. Yeah, but you also have to take into account like it, it very much seems like in this trailer from what I can gather that this show is going to center a lot around Raven and Raven's got an extremely dark side. She is the daughter of a legitimate demon. So if they explore that, I did not – I don't mind the dark and grittiness because that's the story that they're going to tell if they're going to focus on her and her past and her sh- bullshit. And I'm okay with that. I love this trailer. I'm super excited. I honestly – Curcio, I saw Starfire for like five seconds. I wish I would have seen more of her. Other than that, it was very much very Robin and Raven heavy, and those are yeah. my two he, favorite he, Titans. He had problems with, so, with Raven. That was his thing. Remember, he had, had problems with Raven. Right. But she said he. Yeah, OK. Yeah, I, I remember that. He, he had a problem he with her Starfire. wig and that she was sort of, you know, depressy. But, you know, that's Raven. Well, I mean, right, the wig part, whatever. But like, Raven is supposed to be that's very the character. Yeah. Very concerned. Very, and depressed. very, very gloomy. I'm just clarifying a point. Clarify your point. And everybody seems to have a problem with this whole fuck Batman like moment in the trailer. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with that either. They're obviously just trying to to go. This ain't this ain't your your grandpa's. It's not even that. Dick Grayson has legitimately said that to Batman to his face. Like they are not. They have not had the best relationship, especially when he went and formed the Teen Titans. He departed from Batman's you know freaking rules and bullcrap and. They were not on good terms. This is a good trailer. I am super excited. I can't wait to see it. And I'm thinking about pre-ordering my DC service. All right. For what, 75 bucks? I already did it. Already did it, it. Wouldn't, Done. It wouldn't be a topic if we didn't uh, at least include the comments of executive producer Brian Roman, uh, who chimed in real quick, too. He said, um, putting the, the, the fuck you Batman in the trailer uh, feels like it's trying way too hard. It doesn't do a good enough job of showing me that this isn't my dad's Robin with without saying that. Uh, it just feels like they're trying to go over the top with the dark and gritty and trying to take on Marvel's Netflix stuff, and it doesn't really help sell me the show. Uh, it's a fine show. If, if it leads up and it shows us that you know Bruce fires Dick uh, and they're going to show that the relationship was getting shaky, I, I get it. But just putting it out there in front of that sounds like a hard sell that they're trying to sell that it's mature. So that's a valid criticism. However, he includes the fact that 
if they show the relationship, if they add the context to it, fine. Just put it. I don't front. think you're ever just... going to see Batman. No. I think he'll just talk about it. Yeah, that that that's or he'll talk about the fact that they're on the outs and they're not talking anymore, which makes sense. Again, at this point in their relationship, they were not on good terms at all. So this makes sense for the character. And and if we do this, what I really want to see, I really hope this happens. If we do this entire season with Robin leading the Teen Titans as Dick Grayson as Robin, and then halfway through the series or maybe three quarters of the way through the series, he decides to ditch the Robin persona and become Nightwing, oh much like God. he did in the comic book. That would be amazing. And then we could bring in Jason Todd or Tim Drake as the new Robin and have like maybe somebody who is like not so angry at Batman. I would like I would need new pants one hundred percent. Just just putting that out there. Just thinking about it made me change. I, my I, I I'm very excited to, to see that potential and I hope they do it. Uh we also got the news that we've been asking for is how much does this damn thing cost? Josh, you had a pretty unique taste uh, with the cost. Break it down for us and see if this is a worthwhile investment for this service. If you pre-order the service, it's $75 for 15 months. That's $5 a month. Who cares? Boom. Yeah, um, I, I got to do that. I'm super excited. I mean, I, I haven't gotten any word if I'm in the beta. Have you guys? Uh, I have not. Uh, no, I didn't. I did not get confirmed that I was in the beta. I just got uh, an email that I could pre-order. So I pre-ordered because I'm about the value, really. That's all True. it boils down to. I'm not sure. Like, if this takes off, then it, it the price could go up drastically. And if it doesn't, I'm only out $75. Yeah. True. And, and, like, again, and again, with all the other stuff you get for it, like, it's a steal. And, and I think if you do it monthly at $7.99, which is still still cheaper than Netflix, still cheaper than Hulu, still cheaper than Amazon, and, and you get a huge value out of it. So I'm, I'm right on board for it. Let's let it happen. Uh, Brian, this was some Comic-Con news that we can talk about. And I need for you to walk me through because I've never heard of, of this character. Jeff Johns' Stargirl uh, has been ordered to series that will also be on the DC Universe streaming service. Uh, we know Jeff Johns does amazing work. Who is Stargirl? And, you know, just tell us a little bit about what we know. Okay. What I know about Stargirl is not a lot. No. <laughs> um Stargirl is a part of the Justice Society of America. She is, which is which predates the Justice League, just so you know. It's pretty much the same sure. thing, just predates it. Um, she she wields a staff that gives her powers of like you know flight and you know like like energy bolts from her staff and things like that. Um, she inherits a staff from her stepfather, if I recall correctly, and becomes a super heroine to like kind of right the wrongs that have happened to her stepfather. Outside of that, I don't really know a ton. She's like, I've read a couple JSA stories with her in it. She's a really good, uh, like kind of bubbly, you know, character. I'm interested to see if they put it in modern day, if they put it in like World War II area era. But other than that, it, she's okay. Is that I'm on, I'm on is board. that when it's traditionally set within like World War Two? She well, I mean, the Justice Society of America is, is filled with the Justice League. That's old. Right. They're filled with World War Two like heroes, and they're all existing in current day still. But you know, and she joined a little bit later. They could go a couple different ways with this show if they choose to forget about the fact that her stepfather existed. They could make this like a World War Two era show about her, and it would work. Nice. So. 
I don't know. We'll see. I mean, other than that, and Stargirl is slated to debut in 2019 on DC Universe. Uh, it also was confirmed that we are getting the third season of Young Justice. Woo! And, so and for excited. those of you who don't have any ears that function now, you can send that to Brian at thatkindernerd.com. Uh, I I will probably try to hold him responsible for your medical bills. All right, and let's keep the DC news uh, a running because uh, Marvel is not at Comic Con, so DC's going to not dominate the the news this week. No, 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 no. Hang on, let me clarify. Marvel is at Comic Con. Oh, they are. Marvel Movie Studios is not, but Marvel, Marvel is Comics there and inter- in terms of TV, sure. comic books, that kind of stuff. They 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 will be announcing some other stuff. They announced one thing so far. That's right. Uh, the CW is getting set to launch. Batwoman, the TV series, which we we talked about uh, not too long ago. Yeah, this was fast. Yeah, this went pretty pretty damn quick. I was expecting them to be like, let's test her out in this crossover, and then maybe next year we'll do a Batwoman show. But no, they're like all in, balls deep. Let's do this. I I mean, it's interesting. They're they're just going to jump in and take a chance on a character that, I mean, really nobody knows. But I I guess like she's just she's kind of Batman, but she's just female. Yeah, I'm I'm down. All right. Now, as Brian said, uh, Marvel is not just staying away and out of the news forever. They did actually have something to, to offer, and it is Iron Fist Season 2. Woo! Wait, wah, wah, wah. Woo? Because I remember the three of us watching Iron Fist going, oh, this is bad. So why? I think the second woo. season is going to be good. Why? Why what, woo? what do you think they learned that would that would make you change your mind that way? I have not finished Luke Cage season two, but I hear when Danny Rand is in it, he is actually really good. Oh, hold the phone. Phone being held. Danny Rand joins Luke Cage at some point? Yeah. He's he's apparently in like the last three or four episodes. Oh, I have to go back to watching Luke Cage. Oh, it got so bad in the middle. That's what I've heard. So I've been holding off until someone gives me a green light. No, no, no. And when I say middle, I mean like episode three. That's what I've heard. So anyway... I feel like they might have learned a little something and applied it to Luke Cage. And also, I mean, in this trailer, it picks up with Defenders. Like, he's talking about, this is my city. I'm here to protect it. Like, he's he's taking up the mantle of Daredevil. And, it okay, I'm going to give him another shot because I didn't mind him so much in Defenders as I did in Iron Fist. And I hear he's really good in Luke Cage, so maybe they're doing some course correction here. Also, Typhoid Mary is the villain, which I think could be really cool and interesting. Yeah, I've, I've heard this so, name thrown around a lot, so can you give us a little background on her at all? Typhoid Mary is a primarily a Daredevil villain, believe it or not. She she actually is a, is a love interest here and there. She has like these multiple personalities, which make her really interesting. Um, but she primarily works for the Kingpin, so Kingpin might be coming back. And she also has uh, like low-level telekinesis as well. So... It could be pretty cool to to see this, see her show up as a villain. And I think, you know, like, if this is, you know, kind of like a precursor to maybe her, like, maybe Danny fights her and she gets kind of reformed and then Daredevil Season 3, you know, her and Matt start something up and then she goes batshit again. Who knows? I don't know. Well, but I, I like the fact that that's something you just mentioned. It, it looks interesting. In the in the trailer, he does kind of feel a little bit like the Daredevil, like, I got to step up. This is my city thing. So if we pair yes. him with a Daredevil villain and maybe we get the kingpin that's enough to make danny Rand really interesting especially after everything that happened with the hand and defenders so bringing in something pretty pretty cool because i think right now in daredevil storyline we're, we're pretty good i think we're fine with the villains that we have and there, there's a lot of questions that have, have not been answered 
So throwing him a really cool villain and tying him in into the Daredevil role would probably be a, a nice character choice. I think that in the absence of Murdoch, you have to have a protector. Uh, I, 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 you know, and is is Danny Rand the right guy? Don't know. Uh, maybe, but I I like the way he's approaching it in this teaser. I don't want it to go hokey. That's all. Like I think at this point, like if we can. If Danny Rand can abandon like Kun Lun for a while and be New York, like I think he could be wildly successful on Netflix. And I think that's what Defenders set up. So I'm hoping that that's where their they, their focus is. And Danny has been known in the comic books to fill in for Matt every once in a while, especially when he had that whole "Oh, my secret identity's out" like thing that happened for like a year and a half. So I'm actually I'm I'm bought in. And, and I never thought I'd say this, but I want to watch Iron Fist season two. So yeah, yep. we'll see. I, I believe me. I did not think we were ever going to say the words. Hey, uh, the season of Iron Fist is coming out. That sounds great. <laughs> you know what I want to watch? I can't wait. Iron Fist. I, I'm not a big fan of that Luke Cage season two. I don't know. That Luke Cage ain't working out for me. Like, it's a very weird dynamic that's going on. Right Dude, now. it's I, I mean, I watched three and then I moved on to four and it was a real struggle. I don't think I finished it. Well. And I haven't been back since. We'll definitely follow up and, and once we kind of catch up with this. So uh, I, I'm, I'm very happy to see that uh, everything so far look, looks pretty good. So let's get out of the world of comics uh, and let's get into the world of TV and movies in a segment that we call Screen to Stream. Section still needs a theme song. Now accepting all submissions. <laughs> Please, I will I will gladly accept your theme song. Just email us at uh, themes at thatconnerd.com. Brian Thornton, our... One of our favorite celebrity personalities, Nathan Fillion, a man of many talents and uh, just overall awesomeness. He decided to go ahead and make a fan-made Uncharted short. Well, he didn't decide. Who decided? Who made this? Um. Oh, what was the guy's name? Um. I can get his name. Alan Unger decided to make this film. So, uh, and here's the thing. Apparently, he has enough clout to get Nathan Fillion. As as we've as we know. Uh, do we know movie video games that get Who turned knows? into movies uh, suck uh, not all of them Rampage bad Doom bad uh, Resident, Resident Evil, Evil good uh, that's like loosely the first three are good alright fine fine, fine the first three are Resident good Evil. this latest Tomb Raider was solid Tomb Raider uh, okay the first Tomb Raider no good this one okay this, this one fine it's got a bumpy track record right it's not consistent, I will say Consistently that. Consistently inconsistent, if anything. I, you can always bet that a video game movie will be inconsistent consistently with the inconsistencies. This is a time where we're telling you to pause our show, go to the show notes, and watch this. It's a short, okay? I'll call it a short. It's a 13-minute short. It's 13, it, it's, it is awesome, and there literally is a moment that you can actually see where they take that video game third yeah, person that was cool and they, they changed the aspect ratio a little bit it's is it's wonderful it looks just like it's everything it should be the cast is stellar there's a lot of famous people in there for i don't know yeah the guy from avatar is yeah, in it i don't know why i didn't like him but the guy from avatar is in it's it. also uh what is his name also, Stephen lang also happy in death of a salesman with uh dustin hoffman so i really don't care about his else. broadway career. anyway it was really great um there's a huge there's a bigger reason why this not only took off. There has been rumors for days about making an uncharted movie. Tom Holland was supposed to be attached to it. We've had a lot of people throwing their names around. Uh and I want this. 
And I don't even I, want I don't this even too. play Uncharted and I want this now. I've been freaking saying that this needed to happen forever. Josh, did you watch this? Nope. Can you take 13 minutes and watch this, please? <laughs> nope. Not tonight. Nope. Not happening. No, not ever. What? No, I'm no, good. no. Take 13 minutes out of your life and watch this. No, I'm set. I'm all good. I'm set. Brian, ignore his tomfoolery and, and speak speak words of wisdom. No, I don't. I can't. Speak words of wisdom and convince the man to watch this. Um, It's Indiana Jones with Nathan Fillion. I don't understand what your problem is. I don't Nathan like Fillion. Nathan Fillion. You, you, yeah, you have to sell him. As soon, as soon as I saw the name, I went, well, I'm not watching that. Why don't you like Nathan Fillion? Just don't like him. Give me a reason, a, a, a role that you don't like with him in it. Everyone. He's a shit actor. Oh. You're a shit actor. I don't like That's him. That's not right. I don't All like right, him. All right, let's ignore Josh for a moment, Brian. Tell me why, as a, a, as a fan of movies and a fan of video games, that we're finally seeing something that looks... You might as well good. have said Matthew McConaughey's in it. Like that's that's how I feel about it. I'm I'm just not interested. Show me an uncharted trailer. I'll, I'll Good. watch. It's 13 it. minutes long. And it starts Nathan. No, it's not a trailer. No, no, no. Like a real oh, thing. Right. This is not a real thing. This is this is some bullshit. That's never going to come to fruition. It doesn't matter. Oh, I don't. Th- I, I I think this might actually turn into something much like the Mortal it Kombat. May tur- it may turn. It may turn into an actual movie. This Starring is not Nathan an actual. Fillion. Uh, then I definitely won't watch it. But Hard what pass. if we give you a trailer? Wait, whoa! You said give me a trailer. If we give you a trailer nope. and it happens to start nope. Nathan Fillion, nope. you're out? Nope, I've decided. Hard Ridiculous. pass. I'm done. Three. If it has Nathan Fillion in it, I'm, I'm Here's what I need, it. fans. Here's what I need, fans. I need you. I need your help. Someone give us the evidence. Give us the argument for Nathan Fillion for Josh. Sell Nathan Fillion to Josh Burns like your life depends on it. Uh, if someone can convince him, because it does, if someone can convince him <laughs> with an argument, I will give you a free that kind of nerd T-shirt, uh, tote bag, apron, whatever you want from our merch store. I will give you whatever. Anyway, this short film was amazing. It, it encapsulates everything that the series is. Nathan Fillion is charming. And he can actually do the action scenes, which is what everybody would have been worried about. He looks badass. He's comedic. And he, oh, I want, I want this. I want this to be a thing. Now, give me a movie now. Don't put Avatar guy in it. Put Bruce Campbell in as Sully. Other than that, everything else was amazing. And, and End of rant. I, I'm right with you, man. I, I'm right on board for this. So two, two out of three of us recommend this. And again, Person who can give us a valid argument to get Josh to like Nathan Fillion, I'll give you. I'll give you some that kind of nerd swag. It's on me. You, you got to win him over. It's hard, so you'll, you'll definitely earn it. All right, let's keep riding this trailer train. All right, woo woo! Time on ride the train. <laughs> oh, it was bound to happen. <laughs> all right. I can't right, believe anyway. I'm going to say this. I'm really excited for this M Night Shyamalan movie. Oh God! Me Let me too. try this again. Let me try again because I threw up in my mouth just a little bit. I'm well, really excited for this M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong movie. I feel better. I feel way better now. Glass. Uh, we got an official trailer. I, listen, I haven't seen Splice. This split, split, whatever makes me want to. Splice is not a fine. movie. It probably is. Uh, it makes me. I'm googling see it. it now. It makes me want to see it, and it looks really good. And and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm there. Please don't be bad. Please. Mm, night. Mm, night. Don't be bad. Mm, mm. Mm. There is a movie called Splice. It stars Adrian Brody and Sarah Polly. Did you see Unbreakable? 
one time how many years ago? I mean, I've I've watched it a few times. I I actually like Unbreakable. Unbreakable is great. Unbreakable was Unbreakable the beginning of the end for favorite. Unbreakable is my favorite M Night Shyamalan movie. And and Brian, you and I have both discussed if it's if it has M Night Shyamalan attached, generally I'm out, which is why I didn't watch Split. Right, which is and why then, I didn't watch Split either. And but then now I have this, to watch. Split. And then you watch this trailer and you go, I must watch Split. And God damn it, M Night Shyamalan. After Split, right? Everyone was like, yo, the post credit scene when Bruce Willis shows up, oh my God, there could be this bigger universe. And we're like, yeah, that's great. This movie is not going to make that happen. And uh, oh, it did. Apparently. And it did because Hollywood. So now I have to watch that M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong movie to, to, to maybe like this M. Night Shyamalan movie. So we'll see. I, I, I was expecting to see this movie because I liked Unbreakable so much. I was not expecting to watch a trailer and say, I need to see this fucking movie. When's it come out? September? January. January? Woo. This comes out in January, which seems already like too long to wait because the trailer was so good. I just don't, I just really, really don't want it to be this just like, oh, we're all just going to, it's just, I don't want it to be a talking heads movie. You know what I mean? Like 85% of the movie were just sitting in chairs talking to Sarah Paulson. And then the last 15, 20 minutes of the movie is when Glass takes over the asylum and, you know, starts wreaking havoc. So you don't want to see the Kevin Smith version of Glass. I gotcha. No, don't get me wrong. I love Kevin Smith. I'm joking. It's fine. I understand what you're going. Okay. I, I just don't need a bunch of talking heads. Yeah. Like, give me half hour of this shit. Set up the premise. Tell me how they all got into a, a, the hospital together, and then have shit go down. That's what I want to see. Yep. So who knew? Moving on. Who knew? Um, I know you guys are a little bit behind, but we uh, during the World Cup, uh, we got a a new trailer for Series Eleven for Doctor Who which is the first season with Jodie Whittaker. Uh, and uh, it was about 40 seconds just showing her, the companions, kind of like where they're going. It, it really is just a, a, a great teaser for the new series. It looks great so far. The production value, obviously fantastic since Matt Smith's season. Uh, looks like it's only getting better. This is new showrunner, new composer. It's a new theme, new doctor. It's a whole new a uh, whole new team behind uh, Doctor Who. It's new, new. And uh, it looks really good. I'm actually very intrigued, and I, I really can't wait for this to premiere. Uh, and I just I just need more of it. I'm just, give me the season now. And I really, I really encourage you guys to go back and watch the Capaldi seasons. I know it's rough at first for you guys. I, 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 I get wa- it. I watched Did them. you watch all of them? Are you current? Yeah, yeah, I didn't I'm think current. you were current. current. I thought you were behind, dude. I've been I've been current since the the Christmas episode, like forever ago. Okay, I thought you were boycotting Capaldi. No, I am. No, only okay. him. Then no, I, of course I can't. I, I can't stay. I can't boycott the Doctor. That's you know ridiculous. I can. The hell, yes. You? you know, and and Brian probably is done. I think Brian. Wait, are done. you done? I think that's it. Uh, I don't know if I'm God. done. I think you're done. I think if you, I watched if you like the don't... first four episodes of Capaldi and I hated it. All right. Well, I, I gotta tell, I gotta tell you something, man. If you can't get through Capaldi, you can't watch this new one. I get Very that, true. which is probably why I won't watch this new one until I'm through Capaldi, like, which is going to be never. Basically, no, no, no. This goes on your list it. of stuff that, yeah, no, I'll totally watch it. No, but it goes to the top of the list, unlike you know, Sons of Anarchy, which is at the bottom of the list. <laughs> watching this, watching this teaser. Like, okay, all right. I just don't understand the seemingly going at, like, was it just showing you who the companions are or is she like doing this teaser thing? Like I replaced, I replaced your pizza. Like, 
The doctor doesn't do that. No, this this is to show the companions. And there's little nods to old who whovisms. And that's a word, I assume. Uh Whovisms. Yeah, yeah. Uh fish custard. Right. Was that in the there. comic book and everything else too. Here's where I'm at. It is whimsical. It is edgy there's there's clearly she's not someone who's going to back down from a challenge the thing that i hope that i'm taking away from this is that it's she's a throwback to 11 is how i feel (laughs) yeah i I, because there are a lot of 11 references in this the back there's a lot lot of 11 references a lot of the background stuff that's going on right The, the tv interview that's happening uh, they're talking yep. about the World Cup, right, to tie in. And one of the lines is, there's a makings of a really strong team. They're really working well together. And they're showing the companion. So, yes, it's not... They, they kind of did, like, the thing with the Flash where, like, you know, he, he'll he he'll mess with people while, you know, he's running really fast. That, that is what I thought was pretty cool, was that it was it was sort of flash and, and this is just to say, these are the people, these are the companions that are joining us. Here are all these little nods and things that have go back to other doctors. For those of you who are like, oh, my God, you're going to ruin Doctor Who. It's no, we remember our roots, even though there's new people here. It's fine. So it's just there to just say, yeah, we we, we understand that you're worried. Don't be worried. Everything's fine. And there's there's other stills and things that have been released that are showing her and her journey with the companions. And uh, I'm, I'm super excited. I don't know the release date yet. I, I just can't. I just can't find it. I also am very excited to watch, obviously, because it's Doctor Who. And this is this is something new and seems very, very interesting. So, Brian, I need you to get on Doctor Who. Need you get up. Brian, it is funny that you mentioned Sons of Anarchy earlier because, Josh, we got a trailer for Mayans MC. And uh, I'm pretty jazzed, man. I, I know I, I was dragged into this franchise kicking and screaming but now i am on board i am a diehard fan of sons of anarchy and i really like the direction that they're going in with mayan so far from what i can see uh i'm pretty happy what about you i'm excited to watch it i i don't i don't know that the trailer did a ton for me but it's i'm excited to watch the show uh, i i definitely it gets which is what the trailer's supposed to do right just supposed to yeah so i'm i'm there with you nothing big mention that i believe is coming out in september that is what comes that out. That is what comes out yes. in September. So that's closer than some of the other things that are out there. Uh, and uh, last bit of trailers for it. Here's the end. We got to the last trailer, ladies and gentlemen. Stranger Things 3 showed off Hawkins' new hangout, the mall, in the most 1980s infomercial for a mall that's ever mauled in the history of malls. Um, no, no real big reveals, no big bads, nothing really shown. Remember when there were commercials for malls? Yes. Those were the days. <laughs> Be nice to, to have those again, because now malls basically don't exist. The only thought I had during this trailer was, who is this chick at the end with the, with my, with my guy? What's going on? Who's, Who's with Steve? Who's with Steve? Who's with Steve? Where's Dustin? Hashtag, who's with Steve? I don't think. I mean, it, it's just, it's just a promo for a mall. Like, I get, I get it. But it's I'm it's not really I'm hoping strange. for really a real big thing. mall rats feel to it, and then just at the end, that's where you fight like uh, Dawn of the Dead. This is where you had the big fight with with the creatures from the Upside Down is in a mall. Like I'm all about that. I just want that feeling. I want mall rats, and then Dawn of the Dead fighting at the mall. Give give, give me that, and then you 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 have my undivided attention. I it's it, Stranger Things. It has my undivided attention. <laughs> Last bit of screen to screen news, Joshua Burns. Yeah, you uh, you're you're a pretty avid redditor. 
I don't know if you're I don't know I if am, you're a lurker or, an, or not, but I, I I'm I'm an avid redditor. Yes, you found a post that there are seven count them seven Robin Hood movies in the works. One of them is titled Robin Hood 2058, set in dystopian London, and another one that's featuring Robin Hood as a rogue MI5 agent. That's the that's same the one. same one. That's the same Why? one. And well, here's what okay, happened. What happened? Walk me through it. Uh, Tom Cruise decided he didn't like <laughs> a Mission Impossible script, and they turned it into a Robin Hood movie. Is my guess. That's my <laughs> guess. All right. Um. Basically, like basically, Tom Cruise was like, "Listen, I'm not doing fucking uh, Ethan Hunt does Minority Report. No." And then they just made the Minority Report guy really generous, and that was it. It's a new movie Why? called Robin Hood 27. So I'm totally on board with the Taron Egerton Robin Hood. Right. Uh, yes. I, I've said that. I've to- I'm totally on board. Brian's totally on board. I'm on board. Just not totally, totally on, board. on board. So uh, look, give me some Robin Hood movies. Maybe don't give me a, a, a thrown out Mission Impossible script. Maybe don't give me that. Um there's also a female one in there. Uh, there's a Maid Marian, like starring uh, Margot Robbie. Okay. Okay. Come on. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but, but, but kind of like uh, I just don't need a Maid Marian movie. I, just, <laughs> I, I don't really need to see what. Not even if it has Margot Robbie in it, Brian. I'll watch Margot Robbie like do anything else. Right, but what if it's like? What if it's like? What if it's like? What if it's like? No, do it. Uh, do it in high pitch. I'm not. I can't. I'm not gonna do. I'm not. And there's no fucking way I'm doing that shit in high pitch. Come on, just give me, just give me one for the stinger. Just give me one for the stinger. What, what if it's like Maid Marian meets Harley Quinn? What if it's like? What are you? Why are you? Don't stop. Don't stop. You know Harley Quinn anyway. There's a difference between Muppet and Beaker over there, and I don't know what you gave us. See, right there. Um. Okay. Um, <laughs> Jesus, just, I'm just saying. Uh, I, I, I here's what I here's the other part too. I'm sure they have all those leftover scripts from that that uh, Keen Arthur franchise that they were ready to do with Guy Ritchie. It was like, oh, so we can't like, do. Th- I can't even bring myself to buy that at a discount. I saw it for free before the whole movie pass thing. It's it's it's. it's like it's Rotten Tomatoes are so it's low, bad, but it's that I can't even justify buying it. Like at seven ninety nine, it's it's bad, but uh, rent it, rent it for the three bucks. No, no, because if I'm gonna pay three, I'm just gonna go ahead and pay eight. Uh, here, here's what I will say: since there are seven Robin Hood movies that are are floating out there, I am opening it to the floor for you, that kind of nerd listener. Uh, I would love to get a Robin Hood cast this based off of your premise of a movie. So I want you to go ahead and think of your yes, Brian Roman. Let's hear your premise. Five, like five, characters. five characters. Your best premise for a Robin Hood movie. Try to make it a little original, and I will make these two boys uh, cast it. So there is your assignment, nerds. Go find a, a premise for Robin Hood, and I will make Josh and Brian do a cast this. One. Robin Hood, Marion, Friar Tuck, the Sheriff of Nottingham, and the King. Go. Or you can email Robin Hood at thatkindofnerd.com to email us your premise for a Robin Hood movie. I've made CJ make three <laughs> emails so far. Speaking of cast this, it's back. Yay! 
Brian. Yes, I've gotten many very angry text messages and Facebook posts about the fact that we haven't done cast this for yes, a long time. I, I, I live, I live with my dissenter, <laughs> and she says, "When the fuck are you doing another cast? This it's been forever." And you know what? Since it seems like that this Disney Fox deal is coming through, we might get a very new Fantastic Four movie. So we might get a new Fantastic Four movie. So we should cast it. So behind, behind, behind we, we start. Behind we do this. Behind we start. Behind, behind we, we start. start. Brian. I need. To, uh, can you please run through the the cast list uh, and characters that we are casting? And then when you introduce your actor or actress, please include some reference material so people can know who they. The, the are. characters we will be casting for our Fantastic Four movie are Reed Richards, Mister Fantastic, uh, Susan Storm, the Invisible Woman. Ben Grimm, also known as The Thing, Johnny Storm, or The Human Torch. We'll have Victor Von Doom, a.k.a. Dr. Doom. And, based on the votes from our online poll, Mole Man, who was the uh, original villain in the first f- issue of Fantastic Four. And uh, most com- uh, comparable to the, uh, what was his name? The Excavator? The Underminer. The Underminer Incredibles. Incredibles. Uh, so let's uh let's start let's let's get this uh the show on the road and let's start with Mr. Fantastic, the leader of the Fantastic Four, with the ability to stretch and grow and basically be a freaking awesome scientist. Uh, Josh, since you were angry at Brian for his normal uh, casting routines, I refer to you to start with uh Mr. Fantastic. I went Michael Fassbender, and if you don't know who Michael Fassbender is, he's Magneto from X Men. Well, the young Magneto from X Men. The best way to, to give you context for him. Michael Fassbender, pretty good. Or Brian, where, where are you coming from? I have John Krasinski from A Quiet Place and the new Jack Ryan show and The I Office. Consi- I considered that. <laughs> I did. I did. You shouldn't consider it. It's the right answer. I don't, I don't think it is. It absolutely is the right answer. Josh, why is John Krasinski not the right answer? So he's just a few years younger than the guy I picked to be Ben Grimm. So I considered John Krasinski. But I have my Ben Grimm. And because of that, the college roommate, same age. He, uh, uh, Reed Richards, that is, father figure, has to be a little bit older. So I, Fastbender's 41. My Ben Grimm is 41. They were college roommates. That was sort of my, my whole theme for this thing was I had to have that partnership. And I ruled out John Krasinski in favor of Michael Fassbender because so of that. Why, so not based I, on the character at all, but based yeah, on somebody I was gonna else say, that you While cast. I appreciate the fact that that would throw off your ranking, this is going to, this cast is going to be a combination of you and Brian. And uh, I'm not sure that's why yeah. John Krasinski... I'm and, just assuming and, 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 that all my picks are the right picks. And first off, no, this is the right pick. And secondly, you got to stop doing this thing where you, you're so stringent on the ages because we had Tobey Maguire, a 30-year-old, play a high schooler. Anything is possible with movie well, magic. I mean, in fairness, Tobey Toby Maguire looked like a high schooler. Doesn't matter. John Krasinski looks like he's in his mid-20s, but he could also look like he's in his late 30s, which is what Mr. Fantastic Aroundabout is. I know you got the great temples. That's I, ju- I just said I don't hate the pick. I just ruled it out in favor of well, something that's, else. That's why I, you, I okay, consider right, John right, Krasinski. Right. What, I, what it sounds like, what I got from you, Josh, was why it was ruled out for your casting, but not in general. So, Brian, why is Michael Fassbender the wrong pick for Mr. Fantastic? Listen, John Krasinski is capable of playing smart, capable that's of being— That's not what CJ asked you. He I'm asked about you to why, get there. Are you? I am. 
I'm not. I'm not sure you are. I. I. Well, if you would let me talk, I will. Whoa, the really? gentleman recognizes uh, the the man with too many caps. I'm going to start my filibuster now on John Krasinski. So John Krasinski is capable of being smart, likable, and you know a little bit lighthearted, but it can also be extremely serious, which we've seen him do in multiple roles across multiple movies. Fastbender can't do that. Every he is not the lighthearted, you know, wise character in any of his roles that i've ever seen him in he is always very morose and serious even in his shitty movie assassin's creed he, he doesn't pull off the the smart kind of likable character you I don't ever like inglorious bastards you cite a quentin tarantino movie where he is what a maniacal like uh, no, what, what no, character no, was he again? Because he wasn't even memorable in that I movie. I remember Michael Fassbender in Inglorious Bastards. Exactly. He, he had a great role in that movie. Who was he in Inglorious Bastards? He was a British spy dressed up as a Nazi captain who was supposed to be British von uh, 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 Bridget von Hammersmark's escort to the Nazi night in Germany. He was. He had a great fucking role in that movie where he was funny. And serious. It was very good. Okay, is that is that the end of the arguments? Is that what we have for for our characters? Well, I'm not gonna I, like. I, I want the, the Inglorious Bastards thing has zero bearing on this. I believe that Michael Fassbender can appear to be the scientist, the the genius, the leader, the father figure, and the buddy to Ben Grimm. That's why I picked him. I'm not saying John Krasinski is the wrong pick. I'm saying I needed I wanted someone the same age as my Ben Grimm pick because I think it's All right, well, I, I, I'm going off the arguments and uh, I'm sorry, Josh, you, you're, you just weren't there for that. I'm going with John Krasinski for Mr. Fantastic. Point to Brian. Because it's the right choice. No, look, I said I I'm really it. interested to hear your Ben Grimm. Because I'm not exactly thrilled with my choice, but I'm really no, interested I, and, in and here's and that's my play. And once I get my Ben Grimm. Then I get my Mr. Fantastic. No, you already lost your Mr. Fantastic, sir. It's gone. I disagree. Well, it, well listen. Hey, hey, I'm the moderator. I get to say what's gone. Let's go with Ben Grimm. Let's go with The Thing. Josh, you're up. I want to hear your, your pick for Ben Grimm since it's the pretty pretty freaking awesome. It was the first one I cast, and it was the only person that came to mind is John Bernthal. And we know him from? The Punisher. I know that. We're giving context to listeners. Shane from Walking Dead, and he is the he's Punisher. He's gruff. He's smart. He's he's able to be funny. He's able to be emotional and vulnerable. We've seen this in a bunch of his roles. Where have we seen him be funny? I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm, I'm actually just. I'm serious. He did. Curious. He did that. He did that fucking movie with De Niro. That he was funny and he was good. And he was lighthearted and he was emotional. Like the, I mean, he's he's a decent actor. I'm not, I'm not discounting he's a decent actor. I'm just discounting why you think this. I'm just curious why you think this is perfect casting because. So, Brian, let's hear your pick then. So we got John Barenthal. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm, I, I mean, I like Mike, Mike Pick. I, I, I think he's better than John Bernthal. Go. Um, I think Ben Grimm needs to be. He needs to look like. First off, he needs to look like a bruiser and a football player. He needs to. It needs to make sense when he becomes the thing that he's still like kind of hulking and and large because. Oh, don't say the Rock. I just said the Rock. Uh, yes. No, <laughs> no, no. Wait, wait, listen, wait. listen, listen I'm, to me. Go listen on, to me. Carry on. I, 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 I'm about to make my case because this entire cast 
as the uh, as the Fantastic Four needs to be very lighthearted and comical, and they need to act like they they are a very lovable, likable group of people. And I don't get that from John Bernthal, but you know who everybody loves? Dwayne the Rock, freaking Johnson. That's yeah, it. but but the thing is tortured. You don't think you don't think Dwayne Johnson can be tortured? Can play tortured? I don't think he can play tortured the way John Bernthal does. And John I Bernthal, first off, already, I mean, he plays tortured very well as the guy who got his entire family murdered in Central Park. This this is just a man who doesn't feel like he fits in, who doesn't feel like he, he belongs anywhere. And Dwayne Johnson can absolutely do that. I'm not going to concede the point. I'm just going to let CJ call it. Uh, yeah, I uh, listen, I, I was not a fan of, of, of John Bernthal and, and, and until... And, until I heard your argument, Brian, as to why you want The Rock. Uh, everything that you said uh, to me sounded like John Marathal. And I was very, I was like, oh, well, whoever you've got has clearly meets this man. The Rock is, is the, the wrong pick. I'm okay with that. And for the record, he's perfectly fine to pair up with John Krasinski. So I don't see why you would have discounted him while you right. were picking Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> so you and I did the exact same thing is what you're saying. What do you mean? You you paired up. No, I actually, I actually anchored, and, and I, I anchored uh, my Sue Storm the John, uh, to Mr. Fantastic. I, I didn't really worry so much about the Ben Grimm-Mr. Fantastic relationship. Okay, well, it, I mean, it, that goes against what you just said right there. No, okay. I'm saying your logic, I think John Bernthal would work just fine with John Krasinski. Okay. That's what I was saying. Fair enough. But that's not how I made this decision. All right, so we've got John Krasinski and John Berthold cast. Let's go to Sue Storm. So this is Mr. Fantastic's wife and Johnny Storm's sister, correct? Not wife, correct. not yet, not the way I cast it. But he, she's his wife. Eventually becomes Girlfriend. wife, but is Sue Storm? Okay, yeah, gotcha. Okay. What difference does it make? It, I don't know. Let's let's age, get to that in a moment. Let's let's age, let's listen age to it, Josh. Age difference is is age difference is is. Look, I just envisioned it the way that it was in the well, comic books. That's okay, all. so let's let's start with Brian. Your pick for Sue Storm, Emily Blunt from Edge of Tomorrow, A Quiet Place, and John Krasinski's actual okay. wife. Okay, and she's an amazing actress, and she looks the part, and she can be badass, and she can be really smart, and she's extremely attractive. All things you need for Sue Storm. True. All right, Josh, your pick for Sue Storm, and she's too old. She is not too well, old. Hey, Stop hey, basing hey, this well, on age. Arguments in a moment. I need your pick, Josh. Emma Watson. She's too young. No, nope. she's not. If you're going to base this on age, she's way too freaking young. Let's let's start this off. Let's start off, let's start off with this. I am throwing age out of this because we we, we got a, a big cast that's going to be collective. So age is not a, an issue here. Uh, Josh, tell me why Emma Watson over Emily Blunt. Just that right there. Why Emma Watson is better than Emily Blunt? I don't know. She's a better actress. I don't know. Is there a different? She's who I saw. She's who I saw. For, I'm not going to sell it. That's who I saw. Pick it. Don't pick it. I don't Wait give a, a fuck. Just, this this, this is. isn't. This isn't like a like a like a bargaining. No, behavior. I seriously. I look. I put no thought other than other than I thought she would work really well in this cast. I put no thought into why Emma Watson. I looked at a few people and I thought Emma Watson's perfect. That's who I want. Okay, uh, Brian. Why Emily Blunt? I thought I just made my, my case. Because for she's John Krasinski's wife. There no, no, it, it's not that. Not just that. I mean, it works. No, Obviously. <laughs> right, there no, 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 no. So, so, Obviously, so let, let's do this. Go ahead. I, I, I'll give you the chance to pick. You can either pick why Emily Blunt or why not Emma Watson. 
I'm about to say why Emily Blunt, even though I feel like I already said it. You did. It's not just because it's his actual wife, although clearly there will be the chemistry, chemistry there will work. Sure. Right. Absolutely. Right. <clears throat> she is. Again, in all of the roles that we've seen her in before, she is capable of being extremely smart, which Sue Storm is. She's capable of being extremely badass, which we saw Emily Blunt be extremely badass. In Hermione Granger, Hermione Granger, keep going. Hermione Granger, Hermione Granger. Tell me the last time Hermione Granger actually got into like a full-on fist fight. Because smart Sue- and badass. I don't care. Smart and badass. She I don't need smart Sue Storm sitting there telling the Ben Grimm, it's Leviosa, not Leviosa. I don't need that. It, I'm not. I'm not arguing age. Emily Blunt is a more capable actress. Okay, so we're saying that Emily Blunt's a more capable actress than Emma Watson. False. I, I just listed before and after all the reasons Emily Blunt works and the roles that we've seen her be actually physical and action based and a great actress. If you didn't see A Quiet Place, I don't know what you're doing and just. The natural chemistry between her and my Mister Fantastic will make this movie work. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold judgment on this one till till a little further down because I I'm I'm not sold either way. Uh, so I, I want to hear a little bit of Johnny Storm, and then we'll round out the storms together. We'll we'll see how your argument for Johnny Storm can tie in to both to win both Sue and Johnny. So uh, Brian, we'll start with you. Who do you have for Johnny Storm, the hot headed Human Torch? Uh, Chris Wood, who is Monel in Supergirl. Has he been in anything else? I'm sure he has, but I know him as Mon Hell from Supergirl. We're going to put a pin in Chris Wood. I have Taron Egerton. I win. Uh, Kingsman and uh, Sane. Yeah, yeah. I win. I win. Move on. Trying to see if he's been in anything that I can reference. Girls. Who, Chris Wood? I mean, no. His biggest Vampire Diaries and and And, Supergirl. Yeah, he's done a lot of CW stuff. That doesn't change the fact that if you watch the second season of Supergirl, you know he can be extremely hot-headed, extremely rash, and and young-minded, and not care about anybody else. I can't believe you're arguing for this. I can't believe you're actually making an argument. I am, because as much as I like Taron Edgerton, and fine, if he were cast ever, I would be okay, but I think Chris Wood would be better. Hands down. Well, I'm sorry. I like the fact that you said I'll be okay if Taron Edgerton's cast because, uh, yeah, he is. Uh, I, I, fine. Okay. That's fine. Now pair him up with Emma Watson. No, you don't get to pick him up with Emma Watson. That's They're not exactly a package what deal. CJ no, I said, said I, would be basing, I would be basing my cast for Sue Storm off of who we cast for Johnny. Which is what I did. They're both, listen, they're both British actresses. They're both really strong females. But but Brian again, great. But Brian again, your 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 phrasing of why everything is so great with Emily Blunt is also why it's so great with Emma Watson. So I'm I'm just going to go. All right, gonna go to go to go to get a chance. Gonna flip a coin. Heads is Emma Watson. Tails is Emily Blunt. Flip the coin and it went to Emma Watson. Yeah, I have I have three. I have three. He has one. All right, now it's time to get to our villains. Uh, Doctor Doom is a major villain. When it comes to the Fantastic Four, he is deep. He is complex. Uh, so I, I want to hear some A games. Brian, let's lead with you. Who do you cast for Doctor Doom? No, I want to hear Josh. I, the problem is I couldn't decide on one. No, you I get have, to decide on one. <laughs> I have two. I think they're. I think they're both great. I'm. I'm having a problem. I need. I need one. <sighs> no, I'd love to hear both of them, but I want you to land on one. My first instinct. Uh, and probably where I land is Mark Strong. I also have Damian Lewis. Damian Lewis from... Yeah, give me give me roles for these guys. 
Homeland, Band of Brothers, Mark Strong, uh, Sherlock Holmes, every Guy Ritchie movie ever. I don't. I, I know Mark Strong. I don't know Damian Lewis. I've never. Damian seen Lewis Homeland. is the ginger who was. Uh, the, you know, yeah. he was in. Band he of was Brothers the lead in Homeland. Homeland, the fucking lead guy and billionaire or whatever that. Oh, show oh, oh, the, the the guy from Life. Yes, the guy from Life. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I settled on Mark that. Strong, but I very heavily considered Mark Damian Strong. Lewis. That's a, they, that is a a strong pick and a uh, Kingsman reference right there. So he was the bad guy in one. Sherlock Holmes uh, as well. So Mark Strong is a is a name that you don't know, but a face you do. Brian, your cast for Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom needs to be uh, not just a strong presence and a good actor, but he also needs to uh, be a handsome and be okay with covering his face for an entire two and a half hour film. Unlike the bullshit we got in the past where we just keep on taking his metal mask off. I picked Bill Skarsgård who is Pennywise in the new Stephen King it movie. Okay. Oh, he's like super. Isn't he? I don't, I wouldn't say he's super young. No, no, he's not. He's about the same age as John Krasinski, maybe a couple years off. He's 10 years younger than John Krasinski, but okay. Fine. I'm not basing uh, this on age. I'm basing this on acting. I know, no, ability. no, I, I never heard of him before. So I'm, I'm looking. I'm, he's in Allegiant, small role. Deadpool two, small role. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. the in Deadpool two. He's the guy with the the assets. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember the character's no, name. I mean, I hate that, but okay. You picked a guy. So we got Mark Strawn and Bill Skarsgård. Uh, so uh, Brian, I, I'd like to hear why you picked Bill Skarsgård. He's kind of a, a relatively unknown guy, so there's a lot of potential. Right, he's not, he, so I there's mean, a lot of potential unknown. there for him to actually be a breakout. So I'm curious as to to why you picked him. Um, I would argue that he's already broken out because of the success of his Pennywise. Um, but fine, sure, could be a, a breakout if you'd like to say that. Doctor Doom needs to be like I said. He he's he's got a, the guy's handsome. Can't take that away from him. He really is. Um, he clearly is completely okay with, you know, not being recognizable on film, which, you know, I don't think Mark Strong would be completely all right with. Um, but, I mean, at the same time, like, he's got to be extremely vain and he's got to pull off, you know, being extremely, like, smart and scary and benevolent. And I think based on what I've seen of his work in, in, in Stephen King's It!, this guy is scary. He can do things with his presence and not necessarily his face. That is damn near frightening. I'd like to see what this guy can do. And he, again, wouldn't have any problem having his face covered up for 90% of the movie. And and, and I'll say for that, uh, when it comes to age, putting Dr. Doom primarily in a costume, hiding his physical features, it's a very quick way to to hide age and, and not have that really be a, be a big factor for it. So Mark Strong is considerably older. Uh, Josh, he's a fantastic actor. Uh, what makes him uh, a capable actor to go ahead and kind of take on Dr. Doom? He's a ridiculous villain. He's a ridiculous villain. This guy, besides, nobody knows. Besides Sherlock That's Holmes. Wait, are we talking Dr. Okay. Doom's a ridiculous villain or Mark Strong is a ridiculous villain? Mark Strong. Okay. Besides Sherlock an, Holmes, what other villain has he played? Have you never, like, Rock and Rolla? You never watched that? I've, I, I, I honestly, I've watched it once. I remember enjoying it. I don't remember his role in it. That's convenient. It's up. not convenient. I'm legitimately don't remember listen, his role listen. in it. You picked a fucking nobody. I'm not saying anymore. Mark Strong. That's it. Pick. Just based off that? I'm not going to argue it. Fucking Mark Strong versus somebody nobody knows? Yeah, no, no, Mark no, no. Strong. So, no, here's the thing. Brian brought up a, a really great point. With Dr. Doom, you got to cover up his face, and you got to let 
something else be the driving factor with your acting. We looked at people like Tom Hardy who have done it with Bane. He's also did it. I forget the name of the movie where he was the boxer, right? Where he like smiled with his whole face, but made Christopher Nolan make made him want to cast Tom Hardy as Bane. Oh, Bronson. Bronson. That was it. Uh, listen, at first I was really concerned about Mark Strong just being the shit out of Bill Skarsgård. But hearing what you're talking about, bringing that Pennywise role into play, I think that's what makes that really interesting because he did a lot with not being like on camera a ton and not being on camera with his normal face. It was covered up with a lot of makeup. And that's a very strong thing you can bring to Dr. Doom. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to give it to Brian on that one. I think Bill Skarsgård's a, a way to go. All right. The last one is Mole Man, which, listen, the, the reason this character was picked over, like Silver Surf and others, was was you the fan. So let let that be the reasons there. Brian, uh, Mole Man sounds like a really throwaway kind of character. Uh, no, he's a major Fantastic Four villain. He he could he is he's in the first issue. He shows up repeatedly throughout the series. He he controls these like underling mole people, and he lives underground. He's it's a it's a fun character. He was ostracized from his life because of his like tiny dwarf like stature <laughs> and like the point rough, the point of bullshit. the Fantastic Four is it is fun. It is a little fantastical, and and I'm okay with that. Like the most serious stories you get out of Fantastic Four is the Doctor Doom stuff for the most part. And even not always then, Doctor Doom can be a little comical too. I picked um, someone who has a lot of experience in being like four feet tall. I picked Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood? Yeah. All right. Made famous, obviously, from Lord of the Rings. From Lord of the Rings, Wilfred, a bunch of other stuff. I had I, I had, I had two picks that I was split on based on what where you were going to go. Um, and I, I actually was leaning one way and now I have to go the other way. Well, can I hear the one way you were going towards, but now that you're going to change it? Uh, yes. So I'm changing it. My initial pick was Jack Black. Yeah, okay. Um, and now I'm going Paul Giamatti. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I think it's a far more despicable, despisable, gruff, gross, short, ugly Guy. And let's face it, Paul Giamatti wanted to be the Rhino so badly that putting him back into a Marvel movie will kind of help him out a little bit. And he's a great character actor. Um, so listen, Brian, I, I'm leaning right now towards Paul Giamatti because he is a great character actor. Why is Elijah Wood a better pick? Fuck, he's not. Brian doesn't. He's think not. He is. He's not. And that's why, ladies I and gentlemen, I can't believe I didn't think of Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti is the winner, which means when we tally this up, let me just carry the one. Yep, it's four to two. So let me read to you our cast. Four. Let's let's forget about the fact that my pick for all four of them were better. <laughs> let's. You're pick, so salty. Let's let's hear our cast for Fantastic Four. Mister Mister Fantastic is John Krasinski. Ben Grimm is John Barenthal. Sue Storm is Emma Watson. Nope. <laughs> Johnny Storm. <laughs> Sorry. It's Taryn Edgerton. Nope. Dr. Doom is Bill Skarsgård. And Mole Man is Paul Giamatti. I can't believe you won the Dr. Doom bullshit. That is ridiculous. Listen, I'm by the way. right. You made no argument, Josh. He was absolutely because right. Because I shouldn't have to make an argument about Mark Strong versus somebody That's nobody that knows. The thing, though. No, it's not the nobody fact knows of the matter him. is this. Just because you don't know him doesn't mean that nobody knows him. That's I Stephen King. It. That It movie made so much freaking money. Plenty of people know this guy. 
Plenty of fucking people. Well, well, for now, for now, I'm the cast it champion, and we'll have to wait for the next time. To see <laughs> As you can tell, can I don't know that. if you can read the tone. There are no hard feelings, obviously, between anybody right now. And I'm not. Is that hard? No, there's no hard sure, feelings. I'm not going to get it's, a bag of poop on my front door from one of you. It's look, one of us is a champion, and the other one is not. So everyone, you say this is your your favorite segment. So help us out. Hold these guys accountable. Give them a movie to cast. I want to hear your ideas for Robin. More Hood. importantly, comment on the fact that I am right. <laughs> uh, I love him so much. As we say, this is not a one-way discussion. We obviously want to hear from you. Uh, I want to hear you on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Tell us what you think about uh, the cast this and the other things that are currently going on. So, listen, listener, I want to thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. Please help us out. Put a five-star review on iTunes. Share this episode with your friends. But more importantly, go to patreon.com slash that kind of nerd. Learn the topics ahead of time. Have a say in what the show is going to be and help support this wonderful podcast. Again, thank you so much for all your support. We look forward to talking with you next week. If you love comics and sci-fi and technology, television, video games, and fantasy, We'll take a listen to our show, I'm sure you'll see There's many points where we can agree Like the Martha as the plot point was just too absurd And Apple versus Android is a case to be heard And that Doc Strange's new Fantastic Four was a turd Well, welcome to the club, cause you are that kind of nerd just for that's just for me. Just, just for you. Just for you. Uh, as I said, do you uh, do that in the middle of the night? Just you know, for funsies. When I'm about to fall asleep, I do go. Oh, that's adorbs. It's 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 the way I keep you. Uh, I mean, before me and my girlfriend go to bed, I do the Bane voice. She doesn't like it at all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I believe that. Oh yes. Are you ready to go to sleep tonight? <laughs> this bed is so comfortable <laughs> oh shit i forgot to floss must be hard to do with the mask what are you drinking there cj it looks like a watermelon beer it, it does but it's, it's a seltzer a cherry cell so like here's the thing i like the seltzers right they're good they're nice i got the lacroix i've got the polar this is from wise and let you went you went wise i brand. did so he, I, here's why um it was on sale and i wasn't there and i didn't buy it uh, <laughs> what it tastes like is like someone was pouring some seltzer water and then went, cherry, cherry, cherry. <laughs> and that's the flavor. <laughs> Basically to say, no flavor. I don't know. Uh, I, we're not going to explain the old Jewish woman voice. It's just, that's just going to be a thing. No, it's just got to nope. happen. Nope. All right. <laughs> yeah. By the way, here is the world of tech for the whole week. Hey, new MacBook came out. Yay! Woo, they're throttling the i9 chip? Elon Musk, you're crazy! And Comic-Con. That's the world of tech this week. What techy stuff is happening at Comic-Con? Nothing. They're all just going, hey, Comic-Con! We're not going to cover tech, we're going to cover Comic-Con! I love how you can put just any word and say, at thatkindofnerd.com. I'm just saying, if you would like to send us your hot garbage, please email oh. trash <laughs> at thatkindofnerd.com. I now have to go make that. All right. I gotta put. I would love to see what's in your hot garbage this week. Send all pictures to trash at that kind of nerd.com. Uh, no, uh, okay, fine. <laughs> Can I just start making Please up things? Don't. If I say Please it, do don't. you have to make because, it? Like, I still if have, I say it, does it become true? I still have like TD is awesome at that kind of nerd.com set up for him still, too. So. I would love to see pics of ducks at <laughs> that kind of nerd.com. <laughs> Please send me all of your duck pics. 
<laughs> and I know you could be confused. I said ducks, not dicks. I'd love to see your duck pics eating bread, floating on a lake, perhaps. At that kind of nerd.com. For the record, for the record, Cassie thought I was one of the cats. That's how high <laughs> I went. She was like, I'm not fucking feeding you. What's happening? <laughs> Women are cat neutralizers. Mm. I I want to keep that in just to make it the title, but I can't. But you but can't. I can't. But I really want to. The title can't be women are cat With neutralizers. With no context, absolutely not. Yeah. You oh have to my god, that would be so amazing. It's a great title. It's not for. Th- figure out a way next week to just make that a thing. No, I can't do it next week. It's it's not a. It's uh, it's not organic. Can you make an email? Make CJ make emails at that kind of nerd.com. <laughs> I'm going to forward them all to your email address. I'm going to forward all of these. My email. Your, no, your work. All one. of these are going to, <laughs> to your work, work email. email. <laughs> well, that, that could be a problem. Uh, all right.